Good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time of this recording. This is episode 69 of the Restricted Zone podcast. I'm with the, the crew, the Restricted crew. Uh, Joan, and introduce yourself, man. Yeah, let's talk some football, AFC predictions, and a little Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Uh, Kendrick, introduce yourself, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? You know it's me, the smartest one in the group. Smartest one indeed, K Dot. Greg, introduce yourself, man. Excuse me. Uh yeah, no, hey, how you doing guys? Um well, nice to be back. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Tess, introduce yourself, man. Hello world, just Johnny tapping back in. All right, and as, as Jonah just said, strictly football. Uh we're gonna touch on uh, everything football, but we're going to touch on Deshaun Watson and the latest update in regards to him. Uh, Jonah, I'm going to let you take over. Yes, sir. So the NFL and the NFLPA today, they have reached a settlement agreeing that Deshaun Watson will now serve an extended 11-game suspension and will pay a fine up to $5 million. It's the largest player fine in NFL history. Watson will also have to undergo mandatory evaluation by behavioral experts, so I just want to—I'll I'll open the floor to anybody right now. Uh, just first thoughts on this: Should he have been suspended for longer? You know, should it have been a full game suspend, like a full season suspension? Excuse me. And uh, just first thoughts: What should the Browns do now? How should the Browns tackle this? Uh, Johnny, I just want to start with you. Yeah, um, first of all, this is, this is, um, honestly, this is crazy in my personal opinion. Um, honestly, we don't, alright, it's, we, all we could do is speculate, um, based, we don't know if he did it or not. I don't know if he did it, but the, as far as the way that they're handling this, I think, personally, as far as they're just handling this, I think it's a stretch. I think they're not, picking with it i think after the settlement the after the original settlement it should have been over um i I believe he had two or three cases that was still open out of the 20 plus that he had thrown at him and um i understand a professional evaluation by by behavioral experts uh and will follow their treatment program that's the quote that i'm reading from one of the sources that i have gotten and I, I just th- I'm just looking at that as just protocol. Um, I, I honestly think that they should just let let not let this go, but uh, you got to go with the original settlement to distress this instead of instead of going into the season instead of football season. Like the NFL, they they previ- they previously announced that they would appeal the the, uh, the decision by like a former judge. Um, they had they uh, they was going to give them six games. They was just going to give them six games, but now they moved it up to eleven. Um, I I don't agree with it. I think yeah, just for the record, the NFL, the NFL, the um, they didn't want the judge originally, like independently. They just decided six games. The NFL wanted more, so just throw that out there. Yeah, the NFL always wanted to suspend them for more games. I think for the entire season, but they settled on eleven games. I thought that was weird too, like the fact that the NFL wanted to take the, to, wanted to take over. 
like the fact that uh, Goodell wanted to take over uh, that case. Um, uh, with the judge, uh, Judge Sue L. Robinson. Yeah, they. I, yeah, I, I, that was weird that Goodell wanted to like really like not strong arm it, but I feel like he just like poked into it a little bit and kind of like you know just over over what's the word like he just he just overdid the situation. The way he acted, it was just I don't know what why he wanted to bring down so much heat. Um, especially after, like, it was already settled in the court of law originally, and I think he should have been okay. He played the preseason. So, I'm, I mean, you gotta, you, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying let it go, but I, I just think that he was just treated a little bit harshly on this, and Goodell just poked a little bit far on this. Uh, I don't know about being treated too harshly. I mean, um, these are some serious accusations against his name. Uh, I think you got to approach this with the right. high level. Yeah. Roger Goodell, it, it was weird. He stated, I think it was today, or was it last Thursday? Roger Goodell stated, I got a quote here um, from him, Deshaun has committed to doing the hard work on himself that is necessary for his return to the NFL. And that was like before they gave him the 11. I think that's when it was, you know, allegedly mutually agreed on the original six-game suspension. So he originally was acting like he was cool with it with that quote, and then he pushes for eleven, and then a five million dollar fine. He 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 was a little wishy washy, um, politicky on that. I'm I, I hate mixing politics with sports, but that's what they make us. They make us talk about this side of the game, mm. um, because you know of the events that that occur. But that that's the only part that I do have a problem with right there. Uh, I see where you're coming from. Uh, I just feel like, I don't know, when, when you're facing accusations like this, uh, maybe six games kind of seem a little light. Uh, I think, I see where you're coming from, Johnny, but I feel like with accusations like this, you got to give up the harsh punishment. Six, ga- six games is, is light if he was convicted. If he's convicted, but, throw and, him out the league. Then, and then there's another thing, like, are we really sure that he didn't do it? I mean, I'm not saying he did. Listen, and, and, and like I said, we, that's just speculation. Well, I just want to state that We're not here Deshaun Watson, he, he's still pleading his innocence, although he did, he, um, he, he did drop a statement today. Let me, let me just read this statement real quick from Deshaun. He stands for his innocence. So, all right, here it is. All right. I'm grateful that the disciplinary process has ended, and I'm and extremely appreciative of the tremendous support I have received throughout my short time with the Browns organization. I apologize once again for any pain the situation has caused. I take accountability for the decisions I made. My focus going forward is on working to become the best version of myself on and off the field and supporting my teammates however possible while I'm away from the team. I'm excited about what the future holds for me in Cleveland. So he's like, he's kind of half apologizing there. No, he's that's he's what I'm saying. Like, half apologizing, and then he's but he's also pleading like, his innocence too. Hey, so he's, and he's also having settled, like he's agreement. He settled. God. Personally, personally, I don't think he was Bro. really apologize. Like it didn't. It that, that still doesn't really feel like a real apology. Thank it just you, feels man. like I'm. I'm accepting the con- the um and the consequences to the actions that have been brought he, to me. And so, thank you. He. He he settled, guys. Like like, it's it's weird I'm, to me because no, I, I, I out of those four, I, out of those four, out of those four left that he didn't close, he closed three out of four. 
even uh-huh. even what's the what's the lady Ashley Solis that's that she was one of she was one of the first women to not let it go and he closed it with her and he's got like one case left I mean three out of four See, left saying uh, Johnny if he's got a resettlement <laughs> like what's going uh, you on? still hit this guy with five mil God. I don't know man he's it's mm-hmm. one case left, left open he settled with three out of four including the other twenty two. Uh, you, 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 you're poking. If you're Goodell, it's it's like for uh, no, no, y'all, y'all are missing. Y'all are missing the point, though. Y'all, y'all, y'all aren't tapping into what the, like where it truly boils down to, and okay. it truly boils down to the brand image of the NFL and how this looks. You mm-hmm. understand that if they would have just accepted that six games, there would probably been a more of an outrage from the community and the people who view Absolutely. football. Or other people who view it, or even only talk with about it. Even con- only with convicted. People, they, they, they people have still to, they, no, they no, have no, no. Listen, listen, you can't say that. You convicted. cannot. I'm gonna be honest. You cannot say that no more. Now with these times nowadays, you cannot say that just because he was not convicted. The women's word on if someone something is sexually abused or harassed or anything, they're going to take that more serious because as if you look back in history, women are overlooked in some time and still to this day are looked at as oh you're lying, you're this. So they have to take it serious because there's yeah. even more negative backlash on them in the longer run by not standing on that point or not even fighting more for it so even though even though they probably even though there could be people behind those closed doors being like i'm okay with this you know that image though their image is still what's important so at the end of the day we still have to push more and be like we have to try our best to really show this because people are still talking about bringing up Calvin Ridley, why he got suspended for a full year and then comparing it to this, how Deshaun got suspended for 11. But so at the end of the day, there's two different scenarios happening in that you can't compare the two because one, you're messing with the money of the people in the NFL that actually own the NFL. And that's what the big issue is on why he got the year suspension right off the back. You're messing with people's money. As soon as money gets involved, that they will they will suspend you they will take everything away they will strip it from you as soon as you mess with their money but see this one wasn't not so much about the money but it was about what was happening to women so they still had to do something but they weren't going to be as aggressive about it just because of how it was like an outside problem that was came inside just because it was a player but if this was happening internally to like masseuses that work for teams it would be a bigger thing but this is out this is outsourced people that are coming in so that's why they played it this type of way mm, okay gregory i do want to get your thoughts on this too i haven't heard from you yet on this topic this is still your two cents in there greg it's audio it's my audio. fault right, well no no you my fault you there um yeah, can you say it again? Yeah, I just wanted to get your it. thoughts on this uh, whole Deshaun Watson situation, just the initial suspension ruling from the judge, the new 11-game suspension that's being brought down by the league and the association. Uh, just your initial thoughts. I think it's a tough genre all around. I mean, like, I don't know. My brother my brother got, he got, they got, there's numbers associated with him right now, and none of them are positive. So all of these, at the same time, all of them are allegations, and it starts off them saying he's 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 he started off seeing sixty six separate masseuses over a five year period. Twenty four of them have uh, filed cases against him, and he settled twenty three of the twenty four. I don't know what to believe, and I don't know if we'll ever see. We'll, we'll learn more evidence that links him that proves that he did what if, if they're saying if he did what they're saying what he did. Um, but 
in terms of the NFL, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, the NFL just chose to up his game for real, for real. If we're keeping it a stack, because they're trying, the NFL has an issue, has an image problem in a lot of different capacities, and the NFL uses as an opportunity, in my personal opinion, to appeal to their. There is no like, in my personal opinion, I don't think like uh, there's right and wrong in the NFL. It's just what uh, what affects dollars and cents. And what provides a, what provides additional risk and opportunity, and for the NFL to take a stance like we're going to double down on Deshaun Watson, I personally I think it's an appeal to you, uh, fan, uh, uh, to fans that clearly they would have lost alternatively, and we've seen in multiple instances the NFL with similar cases like this in the past, not as egregious as a, as, as the allegations against Deshaun. But similar in in nature, be given half the given like the same amount of punishment, or around the same amount of games, around like six to eight games, is, has been what has been the standard protocol in past instances. But it's been such a certain level of disgust associated with those decisions and how careless the NFL has been that this is an opportunity for the NFL to kind of move the narrative that no we do care about this and we're going to make this more of a priority i because if you think about it this is the first year this is the first time that they've had to go into this a process when uh when the ju- when the former judge gave that first ruling of of the six games that was the first time that they've ever used that process to review such a case using a third party to come up an independent person come and like review the case so that was the whole point of doing that is setting that up was a, was a connection with the NFLPA and the league to be like the NFL can't be judge, jury, and executioner. We need to have someone else that comes in, and it's supposed to appease both like uh, the the critics from the outside as well as the players on the inside about the discrepancies and in, in fines and punishment. So, in the first opportunity that they implement this this third party. The NFL decides to go against it and then make, and then, uh, uh, to essentially go against, uh, Sue, uh, uh Sue Robinson's decision and, and, uh, invest and add additional games on. So it's like, I mean, you only do that for real, for real. This is the first time you're using it. You're not even going to test it out. So you're really only doing it because in your heart of hearts, you feel like this is a prime opportunity to attract and show fans that you do care about this issue. And clearly, the the process that you implemented wasn't enough to get people to get feel that buy-in. So you had to step in and add more games. Well, I just feel like the NFL personally, they just didn't just they just didn't agree with the ruling, and they thought that it should have been a stiffer penalty. So they kind of just they wanted to trust you know the system that they put in place, but they also like just you know they heard all the feedback and all of the you know. Negative and, response, and it, and it had to protect, and it, and it had to protect the brand. I get it. Yeah. You got to protect the brand, like the song. <laughs> but uh, real quick, uh, if he, uh, I gotta ask, are they hitting mm-hmm. him with the five mil? Because of the, if he, if he doesn't get that two hundred and thirty million dollar contract, are they is the fine smaller? Are they just hitting him with that? I brand? think they would have just gave him the same fine regardless. Okay. I mean, NFL players. I mean. Okay. Someone of Deshaun, even with the old contract, you know, even with his rookie contract, he would have been able to afford it. 
But I mean, now with this new contract he's got with Cleveland, I mean, that's five million. It's it's not going to be much for him. But we're going to move on. That's that's done. It's over. I'm just kind of all tired about talking about that man, honestly. But uh, we want to get on to something more upbeat. Something that I've been waiting two weeks now to talk about because two weeks ago we did the NFC predictions and we couldn't get to the AFC last week. Some things came up, so we're doing it this week. And I mean, the AFC, the NFC, we talked about last week is a very top heavy conference. You know, you kind of know who your contenders are, you know who your Super Bowl contenders are, your playoff contenders, and you know, the rest of the conference is kind of just laid out. AFC is a little bit more up in the air, and it was like that last year as well. And we're going to start in the AFC East, where for the last two decades, it's been dominated by the New England Patriots. Seventeen of the last seventeen and and seventeen of nineteen years, from two thousand one to twenty nineteen, they won the AFC East. It just they dominated that division. But now the Bills, recent years, the last two years, have won it, and they finished eleven and six. And they actually blew out the Patriots 47-17 to in the wild card round, signaling, you know, a new era in the AFC East. So my question to you guys, and I'll start with you, Kendrick, is this the year that the Bills kick down the door, finally get over their Kansas City Demons, get to the Super Bowl, and finally bring home a Lombardi Trophy to Buffalo? Uh, it's a loaded question. This is this is a lot, but I wanted to start off with a bang. Oh, fair, fair. No, no, no. I completely <laughs> understand. Um, to be honest, to be honest, listen. I don't see why they cannot win the division. Honestly, I don't see why they cannot win the division. I mean, they have all the talent offensively. Them winning the Lombardi Trophy, I still think they are missing that key piece, and that is a a, a legitimately good run game. I mean, they did do. Uh, they did get a pickup with Duke Johnson at running back as well, and uh, they did get a couple people in the draft. But it's like they did. They did increase their defense. You know, signing Von Miller to that six-year, one hundred twenty million dollar contract, which is a little crazy for um, how old he is. And then um, they re-signed one of their cornerbacks, Neil, and then picked up quite. They picked. They really. They really. Really um, strengthened their D line, and that that D line. Was signing a lot of D linemen, D tackles, but um, to get to the Super Bowl, Von Miller was big signing. Personally, I feel like they uh, they have to fix that run game. I mean, yes, they did fix the O line. The O line, they signed a bunch of guards, a couple, uh, and a tackle. I think a couple tackles as well. And it's just like they're doing all this. This is great, but like you need to have that run game. You can't just have Josh Allen throwing the ball. 40, 50 times and being like, you expect to win. I mean, yeah, that'll win you games, but it won't win you championships because every great team has at least a minimal running game that they can lean on to. I mean, you can say the Chiefs when they won it, but that was just their defense. So yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the, league they were has in. the league has kind of moved into like a pass-friendly, pass-heavy style of offense. So, I mean, yeah, the Chiefs I mean, a couple years ago... Though, if you look at it though, all the people that have won recently, they still have a run game that they can fall back on. Yeah. Tom, yeah. what you laughing for, bro? <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, it's 
the NFL has moved more into a pass-heavy, you know, it's just a new era that we're in. But, I mean, that's all great points that you're making. I mean, yeah, you can say that, but, like, if you look at the past Super Bowls that are won, I mean, you see that there's always some, there's, like, they have a little bit of a run game where it's, like, you feel, they feel comfortable. And I just feel like the Bills don't have that where they can even feel comfortable enough to be, like, you know, it's a four-minute drill. And, like, we're still passing the ball, doing short passes. Like, you know, I just felt like it, you could – you could. that's where the run comes in because there's a – it's more secure to run clock than, you know, trying to pass it. John, would you agree with that? Uh, playoff time, I would agree. Um, getting to the playoffs, I think you, you can kind of not live but no, uh, you can you can survive. But I, I will say, as an, an, an Eagles fan who led the, who team led the league and led the league in rushing uh, last year, uh, rushing does help help. So I will have to side with that with that idea. Running the ball definitely does help, and you de- you definitely have to secure your running game. I Absolutely. Think Buffalo, I think they got. I'll, I'll say it again: bullying works. <laughs> you bully Sirianni into running the football. And- I, I will say this though. Yeah, I, I will say this though. Um, I'm I, I am curious. New offensive coordinator guys for Buffalo. I like them in the division as well. They answer your question originally. Um, but um, as far um, Ken Dorsey. Uh, it, 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 he I think he was he was he was with the Bills earlier in 2019. Then he dropped to like a college. He was like he was coaching in college for like a year. But then he had some time with the Carolina Panthers. Um, and so I guess his few years in Buffalo from 2019, I guess, combined with his time with the Panthers, I guess they gave him the the shot to replace, I think, was Bill DeBall, I think, was the original offensive coordinator. So this is his first time taking control of the, you know, uh, of the, just taking control of the offense. And uh, I am curious. He, I mean, we got a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. I'm pretty sure he makes it easy. But first time offensive coordinator, I am curious to see how, he works that offense with Juju Smith-Schuster and a couple of additions that they added along with, you know, the old, old reliable Travis Kelsey. But I'm sorry. I'm, I'm about to say that. I'm sorry. I, I got my notes up. I'm about to say the Bills. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we in the AFC East right now. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you're good. But, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, and uh, I think you were talking about uh, Brian Dayball. Yeah, yeah, Brian Dayball. And Giants fans, they're very excited about that, so – you can tell with the work he's done in Buffalo that, you know, there's reason to be excited with the Giants fans. Giants audio is a little bit out. So, Greg, uh, just oh, get more audio issues. Yeah, just on Johnny's part. But Greg will take over. It's cool. It's cool. Um, could could you say it? Could you say it again for me? So we were just talking about the Bills and um, just the resurgence in in these last two years because the Patriots have been dominating the AFC East and now you know the Bills have kind of stepped up and they took over that mantle. So basically, my question is, you know, is this the year that they you know kind of move past just overcoming the Patriots and winning the AFC East, but now can they contend in the AFC? And perhaps finally, you know, get that long-awaited Super Bowl trophy. Is that even a question, bro? They like top three contender for. Uh, I mean, like I'll put it to you like this: 
I mean, the AFC is very wide open right now, so that's why I had to just I had to ask. No, I feel you. Um, I mean, the whole Patriot thing, like, I'm not going to lie. They're, they're kind of irrelevant. I know the Patriots beat the Bills one game last year, and it was, like, 9-3 to three in, like, tundra weather. But, like, bro, rap, any time the Bills, like, either played at home. No, was it at home? Any time the Bills, like, play. Uh, it was a home game. Yeah, any time the Bills play, like, you know, to their speed. The last time we saw the Bills play the the New England Patriots, they had like fifty points. So in the playoffs, which yeah, forty seven like, to seventeen. I I gotta say, I gotta admit, it felt really good to see that. <laughs> yeah, as an Eagles fan who who despises the Patriots, I know it's not the same because they don't have Brady anymore. But it it felt good to see that. But go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like. <laughs> you know they're not worth the the Patriots. The Patriots can't even figure out who their coordinator is. Like, I'm supposed to think they contenders. Uh, so I it's like worried about the Patriots. No one's worried about. I them. mean, yeah, I mean, sure. Like, I mean, if you listen to reports coming out, this isn't been a strong training camp thus far, as they try to find yeah. cohesion at the offensive end. But it's also they a little bit They draft yeah. the receiver. I mean, so we'll see. I mean, it's the Patriots. So, you know, that that equals, like, competitive play and, and ranging between, like, 9 and 10 games, winning 9 and 10 games just off of the strength of the name and the dedication alone. But I'm just saying, like, the Bills on another level. The hoodie is still and I, and I got, head coach. Huh? That the hoodie is still head coach, so. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, but <laughs> Bills are another class right now. You know, I, uh, I love that you so, brought the Patriots up because I want to just just swing over to them next. So I, I just want to go in order of uh, how they uh, how they finished in the standings last year. So you know, the Patriots, as we just talked about, very uncharacteristic blowout loss. You you never seen that under Bill Belichick. And again, if personally, it just felt good to see, but it felt you know. cheap. <laughs> yeah. So how did they respond? It's it's been it's it's been a jumbled mess for their for the roster and their depth chart. First off, they released uh, Kyle Van Noy, their longtime Pro Bowl linebacker. He signed with the Chargers. Then they traded for linebacker Mac Wilson from Cleveland for Chase Winovich. They re-signed the offensive lineman Trent Brown. They signed Malcolm Butler. And, you know, we know you know what he's famous for, the famous Super Bowl 49 catch. He was the hero in that game. And, now, all of a sudden, he's put on energy reserve. He's done for the season. So now the Patriots, they already traded Stephon Gilmore last year. And now, uh, you lose Malcolm Butler for the year. What are they going to do at cornerback? What are they going to do in the secondary? They signed your Bill Preppers, you know, veteran safety. But is it enough? I don't think so. Colin, how do you feel about the Patriots, man? I mean, uh I mean, the spotlight hasn't been on them since their their wonder boy, Tom Brady, went and left for the Buccaneers. Um, Bill Belichick is still there, so I guess you could say they have some kind of structure to a certain extent. Uh, Greg said that they had a training camp. They they had some strong reports about the Patriots uh, that Greg had brought up, but uh, I'm not too keen on this team really uh, making anything, doing anything major. Uh, at least not this season. They should be looking for their next. No one could be the next Tom Brady, but at least a, a serviceable quarterback, or at least they could pick someone up 
both in the next two drafts. Uh, but it looks like the Giants might be having the bad season. Uh, I wish Mario was here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I think they need we're not going to bully the Giants tonight, bro. We're not going to bully the Giants. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it when Mars not here. You we're not going to do it while Mars not here. But yeah, I don't really have anything for the Patriots. Uh, I don't think I don't have any expectation for the Patriots. Uh, they'll probably have a losing record. Uh, would they be the last in the division? Uh, what do you think? I I think they they the, might be they might. I can't be, I can't see the Jets. Patriots finishing last. But the Jets, Jets, right? Of course, the Jets. I, I can't. I, yeah. I'm a I'm a huge fan of Tyquan Thornton, like that receiver they dress. I'm a few number eleven. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of him. He's he's gonna be fun to watch. He's gonna be fun to watch. Mac Jones too is the quarterback. I like Mac. I like Mac having a good year this year. I really do. What do you so think his good. ceiling is? What do you think is the ceiling for Mac Jones? He had a pretty good, good rookie year, and he's with Belichick. They're they're saying he's having a very good camp too. Thirty-eight yards, twenty-two yeah. touchdowns. I like Mac, bro. I really do. Oh my god! Like dude, they're saying he's having a really good year, uh, good camp. Uh, but I like him with Belichick. Belichick is good with quarterbacks. Um, I like Mac Jones. His ceiling, I. Oof, I'm not gonna lie. I I don't know what his ceiling is, but I he's I, I like him, and I think like receivers like Tyquan. I think there, is Devontae Parker there? I believe a little veteran presence. I believe Tyquan. I'm not really sure, but yeah, I do. I, I don't think they're gonna finish last. You were right. They do have Devontae Parker. Um, he got traded for a fifth round pick and a 2023 third round pick, and they also picked up a uh, little Jordan Humphrey. Okay. Oh, oh, underrated. Jacoby Myers, is he still there? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't got them finishing last. Greg, how do you feel about the Patriots, man? Uh, I think and the Patriots, I, I man. And Bill Belichick, too. Like, it's – how much longer do you think he has – let me tell y'all something right now. Bill Belichick is done after this year. They firing him. Ooh. I take say no. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, no. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, playing. you that's can't say that. That's what the outtakes. That's what. That's what. That's what the outtakes. They gonna put that as a preview for the. For the <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't get fired though. Nah, he's not gonna. They will. They'll let him go gracefully. You know, he'll step down, resign. Uh, um, Bill win one championship. If Bill won one championship with Mac, I'm telling you, he returned. He's not coming back because he know he did it. Because what drives him forward now, and he'll never admit this, is now that like now I got one without Tom to show him that I'm really him, and Tom has already done it. You know what I mean? So like, and when you're a head coach, like, I mean, he, let's be real, like, he could he could like be a head. Yeah, right? I feel like if anything, if he won another ring. With Mac, he'll he'll just want more, because then that'll tie him with Brady, because Brady got the one without him already, and then he'll just probably want more than Brady just to be petty. But here's the thing: like <laughs> realistically, Bill Belichick is not coaching a team at eighty. He just turned to seventy, so you know he just uh, so you know he only has about he has less than ten years left. And let's be real, past seventy-five. He's the great Popovich of the NFL. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah. mean, it's just it's not just, just so out of nowhere, bro. I guess. I mean, but listen, listen. 
The way the Patriots win, they actually have to go get talent on the outside at receiver. They don't have Tom anymore because Tom's had the talent to make up without, with the lack of, you know, dare I say talent. And some of the years he did go and uh, make that run, that like big name, like you know, you had he had his Julian Edelman and his Wes Welker, but they weren't like they were like just, just good enough to be like not considered mid or like mediocre, but like. With Mac Jones is different. He don't got the same talent level as Tom Brady. So. I don't think anyone should be expecting Mac Jones to really but, do it. But that's the whole thing. Okay, but Bill's so stuck in his way. He's like, oh, well, this works, so this is why I'm going to just continue doing it. When if he's still trying to do that same thing, I don't. it's not going to work with Mac Jones there. Just because of the talent discrepancy. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't. I think the Patriots are gonna finish third in the division. I think the 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 Dolphins are gonna finish second. Uh, that that's pretty much how I had it. Uh, for me personally, yeah, I had the Jets finishing last. Patriots to uh fight for that, depending on how, uh, Mac Jones and what Belichick has. But uh, I, Buffalo Bills number one, Dolphins second. Uh, then you know it's really. I think the Jets should be last. Should be because you know. But uh, who knows? You know, it could be a while. Yeah, I, Zach, Zach, Zach Wilson bone bruise too, right, guys? Um, who, yeah. who knows when he's coming back? Yeah. And a slightly torn, I think, uh, meniscus or MCL? Yeah. It, it was all oh, really? Friday. Is that, is that, that what they diagnosed it as? You, it's like both of those, a bone bruise and oh, I think a I partial tear that. somewhere. Wow. Yeah, he heard it in the Eagles game. He's out, two, Philly, he's out two to four weeks. All right, but you're John, <laughs> let's swing it to the next division. All right, AFC North. We're gonna swing it over to the North, where the Bengals last year finished the eventual AFC champions. Joe Arrow. <laughs> Joey B, Joey Ice. That's the man. He, he's got like ten different nicknames, man. Got, he, I think he's got the best potential. He took of, social media by storm. With I think his, his potential is ridiculous, man. I think Cincinnati should be more than expanded. A lot of these quarterbacks in the AFCs: Herbert, Burrow. I know this is like the still in his prime. Like, crazy Lamar. You can't. Man. I don't even know where to start. This whole it's just crazy, man. Like I, I'm so excited to really watch these guys play. But go ahead, John. I interrupt. No, no, you're good. So yes, these Bengals they won the division. They finished last place in 2020. They come back next year, go 10 and seven, and they go all the way to the Super Bowl somehow. Joe Burrow returns from an ACL tear in 2020, where they finished last place. Threw for 4,600 yards, 34 touchdowns, had a rating of 108. Jamar Chase. Rookie of the year in the AFC with 81 catches, 1,400 yards, and 13 touchdowns. So, I, I don't want to say the F word. You know, I don't want to call. I don't want to call the Bengals season a fluke. Mm. So I'm just gonna. I, I, dude, mm. I don't want to. <laughs> mm. Don't want to call it a fluke. But do we? Do we think that the Bengals have another? Run like this, and do they have the roster set hey. up? Yes, sir. 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 Y
And they, since, no, 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 no. Listen, and Joe Barrow being there, but the real reason, the oh, real boy. reason okay. why we weren't celebrating the Bengals. Talk to me. The real reason why we weren't celebrating the Bengals winning that Super Bowl because Jamar Chase did get wide open on Jalen Ramsey at that last play That's was great. because of how terrible their O-line was. If oh. they had even just a, a good, a, a one good uh, side of an O-line, they, I'm that. just saying they probably, they probably win the Super Bowl. They probably be, they would comfortably that. win if they had, if they had that. And, 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 and if you, I really don't disagree with you. I, I I do believe that too, honestly. Um, I feel like this is. I think this is the year we start seeing uh, a a lot of changes for good uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, and you know it all starts with that guy, obviously, and what what Kendrick had pointed out uh, some improvement in there. Uh, on said, John, I'm gonna swing it back to you. Go ahead and and, and dictate this, but I, I I'm really high on the Cincinnati Bengals, and if I was to really go ahead and say it. Uh, I think out of that division, I think Cincinnati could be number one between them and the Ravens. Yeah, they signed Lyle Collins from the Cowboys in free agency, Alex Kappa from Tampa Bay. Now, both of those guys were put on the PUP list back in July, but uh, the Bengals are saying that they don't expect any of those injuries to be very serious. They won't miss much time. So hopefully those reinforcements can give Joe Burrow the protection and the time he needs to uh, to spread the ball around, not only to Jamar Chase, but oh, they all those weapons. Oh, they better because I'm sure they don't want to have him like Andrew Luck. I'm pretty sure they don't want to. He's I already think... suffered the ACL tear. Mm. So, hey, uh, and, and, and honestly, and honestly, I the only and I definitely agree with you guys with the Bengals, and 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 the only reason I'm picking the Bengals, and I I'm very upset at Baltimore. I, I'm low key. I was it's good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you want to, whenever you're ready, Jonah, I do a oh, yeah, go, go. Please, please, please. It's it's the and this is only because and, and no no disrespect to Cincinnati and it's because this is Baltimore's division. It should and they're just. They, they, Are you sure? Been, uh, it Are should have sure? been. They should have been losing Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown. Um, Lamar. I think they fixed it. They fixed the Lamar Jackson contract situation. Did they fix that? They discussing um, it. They're discussing it. Yeah, if they, I don't, I think those. In they're going to pay him. J.K. Dobbins. If the Ravens care about winning, they're going to pay him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You don't, absolutely. you don't just not pay a former MVP just two years, three years removed from that. So. I like J.K. I like J.K. Dobbins coming back, but I, and honestly, I don't think it's enough. And, and, and it should have, I, I expected better from them. I don't think it's going to be enough. Compared to what Cincinnati has, um, I really wanted to say Baltimore in this in this division, but no, I I have to agree with you guys. Well, we know that the Browns are kind of in flux right now because of the whole Deshaun Watson thing, and we know that the Steelers they kind of have a huge question mark at quarterback still. So the defense, you know, in Pittsburgh looks very nice, you know, with Brian Flores his influence now in in that building, but uh. You know, quarterback situation is a huge question mark for Pittsburgh. So, I mean, when it comes to the AFC North, the two teams that do stick out are the Ravens and the Bengals. So, Johnny, you say, I think you're leaning towards Bengals. Colin, you're leaning towards Bengals. Uh, Greg, Kendrick, how do you guys feel that's going to go between those two teams? Are those the two teams that, at the end, week 18, 
And if so, who wins the division? Okay. I'm going to say this right now. Listen, ahead, I understand it could, it could be Ravens and Bengals, but listen, do not count the Browns out just yet because because I don't know, man. I no, don't no, 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 no. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. This, this, this is the only way you can't count out the Bengals if they make this move. Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> no. No, they, they go and get Jimmy G for the time being. What did you say? They go and get Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the only option right yeah, now that's, that's at quarterback. Who, that's who, literally all they have. Like, you gotta, they got to go get Jimmy G because you know no. – <laughs> we're not thinking about Trey Lance. No. I'm just saying Jimmy G gonna be like I'm 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 better than him. Honestly, I could I could go play somewhere else. So I, that, I mean that could be a nice time gap. You know that could be a nice I mean, filler for a moment. If I'm Jimmy G, if I'm Jimmy G, why would I do that? If I'm Jimmy G, why would I do that? Why would yeah? I mean why? Listen, you're getting oh. disrespected. You're getting disrespected with the 49ers. You're getting disrespected what are you talking about getting disrespected? by starting the young guy over you. And you're like, I'm, I mean, I'm so good. Trey Lance threw a 50-yard touchdown in practice. Watch out. All I'm saying is, and I feel you, but you think going to the Cleveland Browns could only – I think going to the Cleveland Browns could hurt him more than it could help him. The brother just went to the NFC Championship game. He's been to a Super Bowl within a three-year period. So if whatever the, the jury's out is going to be about him, is it going to change with the Cleveland Browns? Let's be real. What is Jimmy G going to do with the Cleveland Browns that he that he <laughs> that he has no, already? It, no, that experience. What you you just said it. That experience that you just experience. said right now is was going to be comfortable because they still have the talented. They still have weapons around them. They just don't have a a nice quarterback where they can get them through. And that's why going I'm, to get Jimmy but G. But I'm saying the downside. He, he stands um, to benefit more from being like, stagnant. He stands to benefit. He has more to. He has more to lose from playing than he does from just sitting. His value is what his value is going to be because he's going to command something from the free agency, right? The only thing that's going to change his perception once he gets to Cleveland is, A, advancing past the divisional round, which, let's be real, come on, stop. What do you mean, stop? What do you mean? The Browns are legitimate. <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> what? Are we going to ignore the Browns? Are we ignoring how, brown, how good the Browns actually are just because they no. don't make a quarterback? No. No. Listen, what I'm saying is, come on. You're saying Jimmy G. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. My fault. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. Like, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Dearness Johnson, I feel like with that Russian attack, fourth best last year, too. I feel no, like no, but Jimmy Ken, G can, I, he can survive I, with that. Man. I, I, not, hey, is Jimmy is Jimmy Z like your your top option? Like you you don't this, need somebody. He's the only option right listen, now. Listen, listen. What's, you what's keep, out there that uh, that has the experience that you're looking for? That, can, that has that deep. I'm not. Going, I'm gonna keep like, it a bean. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a bean. I think I think I think Cleveland. I think the Browns. I think the Browns can play 500 level football. Because let's be real, eleven games. If 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 what's his face can go five and five, five and five, or five and six, or six and five in those in those eleven games, if Jacoby Brissett can do that, I do like the chances. And I'm not gonna lie, like we looking at Jacoby Brissett like he is scrub. I'm not gonna lie. Prior to his injury in Indianapolis, I believe he had a five and two record. Yeah, he was, uh, as, well, as a starter. But you're saying that in a division where you still have the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, but Jimmy, it's not like they're not some, Lamar that, that I, under, I, I understand that. I understand that. But I'm, what I'm telling you is, you're not, I'm not taking on Jimmy G's contract for a year 
He's not worth it. While I already, while I already have, uh, I have to pay for Deshaun. Yeah, I already have to pay for Deshaun Watson's contract. Uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, for what you could want to say about him, he's an established backup, so he's not getting like one to two million dollars. He's getting pretty good starting back, uh, start, uh, uh, backup quarterback money bread too. And then they also have to, I think they have to pay for a portion of Baker Mayfield's salary too. And you would think that the Browns are going to additionally add on Jimmy G too? Oh no, my Well, God. for one year, like that a one year crazy, rental, though. he shouldn't well, be too expensive for a one year rental. I don't know what Jimmy G's contract is. How is he a one year, how is he too expensive and he had the experience? like, I don't – to take on that contract for a year and then I, – I, I don't know, Kendrick. I, I'm just not liking it. Sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I think – I think I, that the – So, should the Browns just call the season to watch them? But I'm just not feeling Jimmy G, man. It's just Jimmy G to me. I, I'm yeah. not – I just – I don't – like he's still a backup? I don't – no. Well, I Jimmy, Jimmy, well G, Jimmy G isn't uh, – is he, he's not a star. Okay, but he is. You don't got to be a star. He's a serviceable quarterback. Knowledge and experience in the. I just don't see the point. I don't see the point. I'll be honest. I don't see the point. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's 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 one year, right? So it's one year. So regardless, they have Deshaun Watson next year. I know that the Forty Niners are working with Jimmy G to find the team that works for him. And let's be real, if I'm Jimmy G. The amount, like, you can say anything you want. He does have cachet, and they said they would work with him to find a trade partner. The Cleveland Browns, I don't know what they what they have available in terms of what assets they would have to trade, but, like, I don't see them giving up, like, two first-round, like, an addition, like, one to two first-round picks. In 2023, cool. in 2023, he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Jimmy G becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2023. Exactly. So why would I? I don't. I just don't understand why we would. I, listen, I'm. I'm gonna be. What do you real. mean? Why I, he only has one year left on his contract? That is a perfect reason why his contract why, ends uh, next year. If I'm Jimmy G, I don't see the reason why I would want to go there. That's not an option for I. A uh, best you case have scenario, one year left on your contract, and you're, I understand you're told that. at the other team that hey, we might start this. I'm guy. saying what I'm. What I'm saying is there's way more downside. To Jimmy G going to the and on Jimmy G's end, there's way more of a downside in Jimmy G getting traded to the Cleveland Browns, a team with expectations uh, and a good team, than for Jimmy G to just stand in his position, even play the season as a backup. He no, it like, does not. That yes, brings does. down your yes, value because that says no, you're doesn't. not good enough no more. That oh, someone else is taking no, your job. No, that's, my that's brother. That's my brother. Deshaun Watson didn't play for Deshaun Watson didn't play for an entire year. He was a healthy scratch for an entire year, and he just got two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. I don't understand. Last we saw Jimmy G, he was in an NFC Championship game. There's some story, sorry quarterbacks starting this league. You trying to tell me that there are some sorry franchises that aren't going to offer Jimmy G for a bag of Jimmy G to come get his way? The brother went to the NFC. Huh? Who? 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 Who?
the the the, the New York Jets are probably gonna throw something his way. I don't know. You know the corny team, the Houston, the Houston Texans. Everybody is desperate for a quarterback. Stop listen, playing this listen, game, brother. Listen, listen, Stop. listen, listen. All right, listen, listen, wait, but this is the last time we got switched to, to the next division. Go ahead, Kendrick. No, nah, you know what? I'm going to let it go. We can go switch. We can switch. Cause listen, at the end we'll day- do this off the air. We'll do this off the air. Dude, All right, well, you know before, before we switch to the AFC South, just real quick, Kendrick, uh, Ravens or Bengals? Um, I'm taking for the number one. I am taking, at this moment, I'm taking the Ravens. All right, oh. great. Alright. Ravens and Bengals. Interesting. I'm going Cincinnati. Going with Cincinnati. I just I gotta see the I gotta see the Bengals O line in person. Like I, I know. it looked nice on paper. It looked nice on paper, but I gotta see it in person. I'm so excited about the Cincinnati Bengals. I feel like yeah. Yeah. I'm rocking with Cincinnati. Gotcha. Well, alright. Moving on, AFC South. It's definitely, it's definitely the Ravens, bro. I'm not going. To. You think it's the Ravens? All right, I guess I'm All right, right. All right I'm watching. So Johnny, Johnny had uh, the Bengals. Too. So two of y'all had the Bengals. Two of y'all had the Ravens. Right? All right, Johnny. So it's yeah. even. Uh, and I, and I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens defense, but I got to go. You're saying man in the culture like Lamar? Okay. All right. I'm just saying who who who's stopping Lamar on the Cincinnati Bengals? Oh my. Oh, who's that? Don't they got? Don't they got that linebacker? Oh no, who they safety? That's um, isn't he uh holding Jesse down? Bates. Oh, Jesse, Jesse Bates. Jesse yeah. Bates. Yeah. Oh, they. Did. I don't know. They, 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 I don't know. I, I, he might have put the. Um, out. I'm not gonna lie. When, when you describe that brother, he still hasn't showed up to camp. Exactly. Oh, he has it. And the still? Eagles have been oh, prying. No. There's been a couple of teams prying at him. Because I, I feel like. Because like, personally, I feel like y'all forgot. But this uh, Lamar Jackson went into last season. At one point in during the season, he was down to his fourth string running back because his all his three the three running backs on on top of that depth chart uh, were all on injured reserve at, at various points. To not to mention the fact that one the the one of the I forget what the name of the the whiteout is that they had drafted in the first round. He was out for a significant portion of the season. The r- entire Ravens defense was banged up for the entire for a good portion of the season. And despite that, the Ravens were eight and four. You try to tell me if Le- like I don't understand. They were eight and four, number one in the number one seed in the division. We were talking about Lamar Lamar Jackson, the MVP. Lamar gets hurt end of the season. They literally went lose the, like the next four to five games, and they miss the playoffs. I respect, so, I respect all of that. Uh, I do want to point out the Bengals were like second ranked in rushing defense alone, and they were like tenth in passing defense. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Johnny. I, I see your point. I see your stat. I caught it. I, I received it. Right. I'm also going to ask you in retort. What I'm going to ask you is how many games were the Bengals involved in that were a one score game? We know in the NFL there are a lot of teams that win one score games one year that are on the other side of the luck the next year. 
All right? So don't act like that 10 and 7. We didn't expect the Bengals to make the playoffs last year. We were, It was a pleasant surprise. Hold on. They average 20. They average 20. I'm a man of stats, bro. I'm a man of stats. Top ten in defense. Top ten in defense rank. Okay. Uh, averaging a- averaging twenty seven points a game on offense while only allowing I think almost uh, like almost under three hundred yards per game. Okay. Um, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the one score games uh, stat. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna chalk it up with a win as a win. Mm, and the awesome. Bengals. The Bengals, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna say they fell off of sick uh, of that of that pass rush. I got their defense being nasty this year. If they can get that Jesse Bates situation together, I got their defense being nasty, bro. Okay, Greg. Last comment. We gotta go to the next division, though. Go ahead, Greg. I'm not gonna lie to you, Johnny. I'll be honest. I'm snoring. I think that. Uh, I think that. Uh, I, <laughs> bro, <laughs> I'm all I'm all in. My fault. My fault. Excuse me? I, 
What you need? I need two thousand. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, wait, hey, wait, hey, wait. I don't want to get ambush. No. Where's my bulletproof vest? That's have been fire. Oh, you be spicy tonight, man. I'm not spicy. Whoa. You're wild. I like my fried chicken mild at best. All right, listen. Let Greg get his statement. You only got to get to you. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. All right, bro. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, personally, I think what Jonathan Taylor did was great. And right now, we're very high on Jonathan Taylor. But I'm not going to lie. As of more recently... We've seen a lot of dudes have really great one season, two season performances, and then fall off the face of the earth. I'm not gonna lie, Jonathan Taylor gives me like Jonathan Taylor right now is Sean Alexander at his peak with the 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 Seattle Seahawks. That's high praise, in my opinion. I don't know Bro, if y'all He's only in his. That was his second year. Hold on, I understand that, but I'm saying is I just need to see another season before I can categorize him as him. Just like Cooper Cup, because I need to see another season from Cooper Cup before I'm guaranteed he's him. I'm not going to lie. Give me two seasons in a row, I'm not going to lie. I, 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 give me another season like he just had, I'll sing his praises to Canton. So we have to see more. He's been in the league longer, so him having that that one year, it seems like an anomaly because he's been in the league longer. What do you mean? What do you mean? I understand. I just need to see the. All I'm saying is, I just need to see the how the follow up goes because now the defenses have had a year of knowing that Jonathan Taylor is him, and I think what makes what makes true greatness is that once people know that you're him, they game plan for it, and if you're still being him, even when the game plan happens. Like, we didn't, let's be real. Yo, we went hold on, we hold went on. Into, we went into last year. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Please. Can I just say one thing? One, one go last ahead, thing. One more. Go we ahead, went, go we, ahead. We went, in, we went into last year. Let's be honest. We went into last year. If we said name the top five running backs, Jonathan Taylor was not on the list. Not everybody's giving Jonathan Taylor his love. So, if yes. he wasn't even a, if he, exactly, hold on, hold on, exactly. So, if he wasn't even a top five consideration last year, and now he's in the top five, then clearly, he was like, I need to see another season from him because from one year to a next, I'm flip flopping. I don't even know what he's doing right here. Please, 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 hold on. Are you are you finished? Did you finish? I don't I'm know done. I'm done. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right, hold on. I gotta respond to the Jonathan Taylor. My man, my man. He why he wasn't in the top five consideration. He just came off his rookie year. In his rookie year, he had over a thousand yards. Okay, he had eleven hundred and sixty nine. Then he followed up his second year, his second year in the league with over 1,800 yards. He's had two good seasons back-to-back from his rookie year to his second year. That is a, a tremendous growth. I understand so, that. So, I understand so you, that. Said, you said you need to see that back-to-back years. He, he, he gave you two seasons in a row with over 1,000 yards. Hold on. Hold up. Wait a minute. Stop. I've seen <laughs> Cooper Cup. I've seen <laughs> Cooper Cup. They act like Cooper Cup was a scrub now. Cooper oh, Cup I giving even, me a, I didn't even get to him yet. I didn't even get no, to Cooper Cup yet. I didn't even get to Cooper Cup yet because Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Because brother. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, you're saying you need another season out of that. Cooper Cup, when he was uh what was it, twenty six, his third year in the league, he had eleven hundred receiving yards and ninety four catches. Followed up his next year, his fourth year, ninety two catches, nine hundred and seventy four yards. And then his then you saw what he did last year. So he's been showing the upward trend. Let me ask he's you a question. He's been showing the upward that's, trend. They've that's been there. 
and I hear you, brother. Let me ask you another question, right? <laughs> when you had to decide who was a top five wide receiver last year, was Cooper Cup in your top five? <laughs> Let me follow that one up. Was mm. Cooper Cup in your top ten? <laughs> Let's do a top fifteen. Alright, so what I'm All hearing right, is, I'll put him in no, the year by year basis. Yes, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's hold on. He was giving him top 15? He was giving him top 15? No. We were giving him top 15 as a top 15 quarterback going into a top 15 wide receiver going into last year. Let's, going into last season. Cooper Cup went from, went from borderline 15 player to nah, he's top three. I need another season. Bro, you're show. saying you need another season, but he's shown like he's had consistent seasons where it's been the same. I'm not see, hold on, hold on. When I say I need to see another season, that doesn't mean that he hasn't been consistent in the past. I'm just so saying we're we're categorizing. Hold on, we're giving them titles of him. Nah, Cooper Cup is him. Nah, Jonathan Taylor is him. He's giving me one season of him. He's giving he's me giving multiple seasons of consistency. This rookie year, he had over a thousand yards. Bro, what what? Like, wait, wait, how is that hurdle nothing as impressive Kessie. in his rookie gotta, year? Wait, Ketch, we got to let Johnny bring the stats up. He's the stats man. Johnny, uh, testify. I ain't going to lie, man. I got to go with Jonathan Taylor. He's proved it time and time, mm. and, time and over. I get – I kind of I kind of understand where where Greg's coming from. Um, like, like, for instance, my favorite running back still in that division is Derrick Henry. I feel like – Despite the injury issues, he still is King no, Henry to me because he's proved it time and time and again. But at the end of the day, Jonathan Taylor has had duplicate years of over a thousand yards plus. Um, you got to give him his flowers. I, 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 I he's he's hit the stats yeah. for me. I'm not gonna lie. I had, I had. Again, wasn't saying that he doesn't deserve his flowers. All right, and if you think that's what I'm saying, that's not what I'm saying. But I'll give you another example. I'll take Saquon Barkley for instance. Saquon Barkley, we were able to re- ready to say, anoint Saquon after his rookie season. He followed up with that rookie season with another thousand yard receiving. I think he got hurt a couple of games, but we still mm-hmm. said that Saquon was on the per- on the verge of being him. That was after two seasons, and after what happened the past two seasons, things changed, things happened. I needed, we needed to know Saquon was supposed to take that that leap after those first two years, build and grow, but it didn't happen. I just said I need hurt. to see. Okay, but I but okay, but we we don't know what's gonna happen with Jonathan Taylor. But we know what happened when Saquon's in the same position going to year three. We thought we was gonna take a leap. I want to see. We've already seen him take. We've already seen Jonathan Taylor take a leap. I'm just saying. So at year three, I just want to see if he can be consistent with it because we know the lifespan of a running back can be short. And one minute you're him, the next minute you're not. So the consistency of a running back. That's the first time I, I heard that. one. Bro, the lifespan of a running back usually now is uh four years, a good four. I mean, if he's produced like that half his years, how is that not, like? That's a good six to eight years. And, and, yeah, and to just say, Quan, bro, four, yeah, it's, it's six to eight. I I get, I get, I get the the workhorse to me. Like, I'll give you an example of someone that I always feel like got highly underrated. Yeah, Greg, Jackson. I'll leave it off with you because we got to go get ahead. to the yeah, next. You got, you got it, bro. My fault. I'm wrong. No, go ahead. Say what you got to no, say. No, finish. Finish. I was just going to say, like, take Steven Jackson, for for instance. Steven Jackson, for the first seven years, he rushed for 1,000 yards every season. Who was his quarterback? And then his audio. Oh, wait. Did my audio cut out? You can't hear me? Yeah, literally. Go ahead. I heard I, you. I said, I yeah, I said. 
Yeah, I said I said Steven Jackson rushed for a thousand yards for the first seven years of his life. Uh, um, uh, I was going to say Ted Ginn. I forget uh the name of the running back for the Forty Niners that used to, uh Frank uh Frank Gore. Like Frank Gore used to be him. Like I just see. I'm just saying. I want to see it over a multitude of seasons. For me, if he can consistently, Frank Gore has been consistently. What one one question? One question. One question. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Is Dalvin Cook him? Is Dalvin Cook him? In my personal opinion, Mm. I need. I need to. I need to see one. I need to see one more from him. Three, oh, he three seasons. Oh my goodness, you see, what do you mean? Okay, okay, okay. I didn't feel more confident about Dalvin Cook. I'll be honest. When you asked me that, I didn't. I wasn't prepared to think about Dalvin Cook or his stats. So you might be right. I don't. I, don't, I just don't. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really watch a lot of Vikings football. I don't care about this. I I think I think that okay for him. Okay, like is, is McCaffrey him or is he is he too injury? No, I think he's too he's too injury prone right now. <laughs> I think McCaffrey's too injury. He's on he's not on the field enough. Come on, that's not fair. I feel like Delvin Cook gets hurt a lot. I, I feel that. like I Christian did, McCaffrey. I said what's his injury history. I didn't ask that. All right. I feel like I feel like him is on the path to being a. a I, I feel like I feel like him is on the path means on being on the path to being a Hall of Famer. And I just, I just think you need to pump your brakes. Is what I'm saying, personally. Personally. <laughs> Spicy. All right. We're gonna wrap it up in the AFC South. Because... We're gonna wrap it up, man. Let's get to the last division. <laughs> I mean, I, I was gonna brush over the Texans and Jaguars, but it's nothing to talk about with the Texans, to be honest. I mean, the Jaguars—they they made a lot of moves. They're gonna be third this year. We can't we can't just gloss over? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're gonna contend. But a new head coach, you know, now Trevor Lawrence got a he's got a year under his belt. They really bolstered that Trevor, defense. You know, you know what's crazy? I always forget about Trevor Lawrence, and I I, I don't understand why he flies under the radar. I just they're gonna, they gonna finish third this year, and they gonna he be happy he about talk. it. It's cool. He don't talk. Wait, wait, Greg, Greg, Greg. What did you say? I said he don't talk. Oh yeah, he doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just forget about him. I, I really do. Now I gotta pay more, even more attention to him. I mean, you thinking like six, seven wins? For the I general? mean, Trevor Lawrence has the talent. I mean, are they done? Like, are, whatever are they picking in the top ten again? Uh, top five. Like, I think I think they're above that now. Like, they're not quite like a contender, but I feel like they're going to start to be more competitive. Well, hmm. Yeah, I, I don't see them really being competitive this upcoming season. Uh, but they but they're gonna like they're not gonna tank. They're gonna lose games because they're just they're not gonna good lose games. But they're not gonna they're like, not gonna be like. Uh, they're not gonna basically, you know, yeah. I, I don't really see them being a major uh threat. But what a guy like Trevor Lawrence, you know, you, you never know because he's just that talented. Uh, so you know. Yeah, I mean that's. Well, the AFC South, much like the AFC North, is a two-team race currently as we head, you know, through the preseason into week one. And the Colts, very, very dark horsey type of team this year. Very exciting to see what Matt Ryan does up there. So, and the AFC West. You guys, relax. Why you, wait, I just got, you guys are really crazy about Matt Ryan? Not crazy, but it's just... What? 
is it regular just, season? Am yeah. I the only regular one that is looking we, at We've seen like, how much career longevity that Brady has had, that Rodgers has had, that Brees okay. has had. Okay. Like, Matt Ryan can have one of those swan song, you know, type of careers where I mean, okay. like, even in his later years, you know, with the right talent around him, he can still produce. He's a part of a better defense. Kenny Moore and those guys, he's a part of a better defense. Better O-line, more weapons, better I coach. Guess. O-line was ranked 10th last year, as a matter of fact. All right. He's got a Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator as his head coach. So, I mean, no, he couldn't fix Carson. Yeah, uh, speaking of, yeah, speaking of which, I think, what, the Jag- Jaguars and the Texans are they're going to And I feel like a lot of pressure is going to be on Frank Wright, too, because this is, you know, his third guy now. So, All right, but let's get on to, to the last division of the AFC. Absolutely. So the AFC West is probably the most up-in-the-air division out of all of them in the entire NFL. I feel like this division has the potential to have all four of his teams in a postseason. Very unlikely, but if any division could pull it off, it'll be the AFC West. The Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos all look to be better, at least than they were last year. Well, I certainly don't have don't have the Raiders uh, being the top of the division. They might be second, but certainly not. Now Chris, now now Chris ain't here, so yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So again, just like with Mar and his Giants, I don't want to bully the Raiders. No, no, we we got. I I actually have a lot of discuss them. So go ahead, Jody, lead us to that discussion. But um, I'm going to start with the Chiefs because they won the division last year. They're 12 and five. They won the division now six years in a row. It's the longest active streak for any team in the league. In those six years, they have a combined record of 72 and 25, and they've hosted the last four AFC championships. They won two AFC titles, and they won a Super Bowl. They've been dominant, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, now this year, it's, it's a lot more up in the air, and there's a lot of doubt coming out of Kansas City because of the departure of Tyreek Hill, and now this new look, somewhat new look offense in Kansas City. So my question to you guys is how much will this Tyreek Hill, his absence, how much will that be missed in the Chiefs offense? Well, um, well, Greg, before I swing it to you, I know you got a lot. That's your favorite quarterback. Um, uh, you know, the thing with the Chiefs, uh, it's a lot of, it's a big mystery. Um, does Patrick Mahomes, oh, let me ask this. Do you guys feel like Patrick Mahomes, uh, has he reached his peak when he won the Super Bowl? Not in terms of like career accomplishment, but do you feel like he could still do more as a quarterback and still be a, a, a better quarterback? You think he has another level to him, and do you think he unleashes that without Tyreek Hill? Well, I mean, last year he had a really rough start, and he still finished with 4,800 yards. I think that's like fourth or fifth in the league, 37 touchdowns. So I mean, so you don't think he can't do he can't do any better than what you think? That's his I, I think there's no other level to him. Well, I think we've already seen it. I think he's just it's going to be a plateau. He's just going to stay at this level. He, I don't think he's going to regress either. I feel right. like it's just going to be a consistent 35 to 40 touchdowns, 45 to 5,000, 4,500 to 5,000 yards. It's going to be pretty just a consistent plateau for the rest of his career. Because, I mean, he can't get – I mean, how much higher can he go? 60 touchdown passes in a year, 5,500 yards? Like, I don't Gotcha. I just wanted to see yeah. if it was if you guys had like a, a ceiling for him or like a limit for him. That's what I was trying to go at, and if you guys felt like he would kind of regress a little bit. But if that's not the case, Greg, I, I just give me your thoughts on your favorite quarterback, Pat. Okay. First of all, let's get one thing clear. <laughs> Patrick, Mahomes, now, 
Patrick Mahomes is not my favorite quarterback. The way you bounce that man, yeah, yeah, because because let's be real, the let, let audience, y'all remember what it was like last year? They would crucify Patrick Mahomes. You heard the stats. 4,800 yards. Don't get me wrong. The brother was struggling earlier on in the year. But you would, you would, you would have thought Patrick Mahomes was like, was like the third, the 32nd quarterback in the league the way they was crushing him. And what did he do? Huh. Led them to another 12 win season. Led them to the, another AFC championship game. Mm. It was, it was mighty mute that first half against the, the, against the Bengals. <laughs> the, the group chat was silent. All of a sudden, everybody was, was big tested in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Stuff. So all I'm saying is Patrick Mahomes has shown, has earned the right because of his play over the last four seasons to be in a situation where I trust him to do well with at, without, uh, Tyree Kill. There have been games where I think there's been like five or six games where Patrick Mahomes has played without Tyreek Hill, and in those games, he's either like four and one or five and one. Not saying that's going to be exactly what happens, but let's be real. When you have someone like Tyreek Hill who can take the top off the defense, all I got to do with Patrick Mahomes is just dance because I know if I buy myself enough time, you can't guard him. You can't guard Tyreek Hill. He's going to move past you. Versus now, so it's easy. So defenses started playing cover two because they were like, "Yo, bro, like I'm I'm tired of Tyreek Hill. Just you, this Tyreek Hill to Patrick Mahomes connection needs to end." Now they don't have that anymore. It's really gonna be by committee, and they still have Travis Kelsey. So because the the sometimes it's better to not have that number one wide receiver clearly solidified because then it's like I'm just spreading it out to whatever's open. I have to work within the confines of the offense to give what, to do what the offense is giving me because I, I don't have that top off, that that uh, thing that I can, like, re, re, go, uh, resort to when all else fares. So I have to actually buy into the system. So I think it's going to be better for Patrick Mahomes, and I think that the Chiefs are going to finish, like, one or two in the division. Let's be real. And I think three teams are coming out. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. This is the division where all four teams could realistically come out uh, and make the playoffs. So it's like I got I got Chiefs too. Um, I got I got Denver in an upset at one though. I tell you that okay, right now. Craig. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Jump the jungle a little bit. My fault, gang. I thought we were doing. No, you're good. You're order. good. I love it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh me? Yeah, get yeah. Out. Oh my fault, my fault. So yeah, um I have the Chiefs dropping to third in my in my head because um one, the Broncos just upgraded nicely by picking up Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson's gonna show why he's him and he's been Russell Wilson and the Seahawks have not been giving him what he's been needing to show why he's so great. So there's that. And then with the getting of Devontae Adams from for the Raiders, oh yeah, that put him right over the top. Derek Carr has always been that, you know, that in between, you know, that in between QB. But now that he has Devontae Adams, I feel like that really just steps up their, you know, their game offensively. And then also picking up Chandler Jones on the defense definitely helps them and pushes them past the Chiefs because the Chiefs defense is very suspect, very suspect. Suspect Tommy. And, 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 let's not forget, they also lost Tyron Matthew. Let's throw that out there on the defensive side. 
They also lost him, and I think they and I think they also lost one of their cornerbacks. I'm pretty sure. So that defense is looking a little scarce. They did so, draft Trent McDuffie though. That defense still looking scarce. That defense still looking scarce, even with that draft. I'm, I'm just saying, you lost you yeah. lost some you lost some key people. I'm just I'm just saying, but I, so that's why I got the Chiefs going third. You know, in my in my eyes. Well, who would you have first? Strong fourth. The be- oh no, it's gonna be Broncos. To me, it's gonna be Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, and then the Chargers. The Chargers so both, so nice both of y'all got the Broncos winning the division. Interesting. I, I actually have the Broncos going one. I have oh Chiefs wow. going second. I have the Raiders going third. Might have them last. I'm not sure, but I have them third for now. Keep you updated on that. Uh, yeah. I mean that those are those would be my top three, and then Johnny. I. You have any love for the Chargers, the Raiders? We're getting a lot of Broncos love, and we're getting a lot of skepticism and a little, a lot of question marks on the Chiefs. So, you know, how do you feel? Honestly, you riding the, the uh, Russ train? You letting Russ cook? Yeah. <laughs> You're not talking yeah. Russell Westbrook. You're talking Russell Wilson. Yeah. I, I mean, that's his catchphrase: let Russ cook. And late, lately, it's been in the season. You ain't talking Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, but well, you're not talking Westbrook. But late, lately, it's letting Westbrook only in the season. I think Derek Carr outshined him last year. I think in the couple seasons before that, on some funny stat type stuff. But um, honestly, guys, I'm I, I want to lean to the side of pedigree, to the side side of pedigree and pick Kansas City here. But I'm not. I can't be a stranger. I cannot be a stranger to Los Angeles. Um, like it was mentioned before, um, the Chiefs, their defense, uh, honestly, in the past four years, with Pat Mahomes as their quarterback alone, I think they've ranked like 24th, 26th, 18th, and what's it? Yeah, yeah, in, in 14th, so it's like they've never, but they added a new, I am curious about their defensive, uh, line coach that they added to help the defense out, Brian Daly. He's got Super Bowl pedigree. He's with the teams. He, uh, got special time with Bill Belichick, so hopefully, he does bring that defense up a little bit, but them losing to Ramatheu and I forget who the you're right about that corner. I forget his name. It was um I forgot his name, but yeah, I do. I, I don't got them finishing. I got them finishing second, not third. I can't give up on Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. I love them too as a combination, and just Andy Reid alone. He's another one of my favorite quarterbacks. Uh, not just you know because I'm a former Eagle and I'm biased, but he's 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 really good with quarterbacks. He's one of my favorite coaches. He's one of my, Andy Reid's one of my favorite former co- uh, coaches. But um, I think I like them two together. So I got them finishing second. But it's, I, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm going with Justin Herbert. I'm going with the Chargers. I'm, I got them taking the division. I think what? them. Re- I, I I got them taking Mike. Them, them taking care of Mike Williams, bringing them back. Keenan Allen, they J.C. Jackson on defense. They they fixed the. Co- I like them guys. I like Johnny. Justin Herbert. What's his? They Chargers first. Johnny. I, I like them taking it. I like them taking the division over the Broncos. Yes, I do. I like them yeah. taking the division. Russell Wilson, I love him, bro. I'm not gonna say he fell off. I got him. I got him down for being rejuvenated this season. But I think Justin Herbert has a breakout year. I really do. Listen, Johnny. Uh, I love you know the enthusiasm for the Chargers. Uh, but no. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, then I. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. No. Yes. No. Uh, like, uh, Johnny. <laughs> they like Chargers. They do for it. They nah, do I'm, for it. 
I mean, Greg, do you even think you really had Chargers going number one, Greg? You think they? No, I had the Broncos. No, I got Broncos. I got I got Broncos. I got Broncos. And all three of you have the Broncos. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. I'm team. I'm Chargers. Would the Chargers be the last in the division, or would they be in third place? Because they're not. They they fighting. They fighting for third or fourth. But let's be real. It's the AFC West. Exactly. So I'm saying like. Third or fourth just still means they could potentially make the playoffs. It could, it could, it could very well come to that. How many that games? Scenario. Huh? Okay. How many games? The division? How, how many games do you think it's going to take to win that division? 11, how many games? 12, how many 13, games? 13, 13. 13. At least, at, at least, least 12. At least 13 and 4. 13. I'm thinking 13. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking 13 myself. I'm thinking, I, bro, I got to charge. So, so you, you, you guys believe that Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Can take the Broncos seven wins. Let's ride. Have you seen the Broncos defense? Have you seen the Broncos running game? Have then compare that to the Broncos. I'm not saying that that's not possible. I'm just asking. Compare that to the Broncos passing game over the years. I trust trust J.C. Jackson versus Carlos Sutton. I'm sorry, I I do. I I trust Derwin James. I trust Derwin James to cover that back, and I, I I'm not a I'm not that much afraid. I know I should be. I respect Russ. I, I do, but let, I, I no, no. Let me describe to let me let me describe to you how this season ended. I'm not going to take a long time with this. Last year, I think the second to last game of the season, or or the last game of the season, I remember it was a prime time game where the Chiefs played the Broncos at the Broncos. I saw the Broncos win that game. What's the NFL is a 60 minute game? I saw the Broncos be in the driver's seat of that game for 58 minutes. In that game, I saw within the last two minutes the Broncos fall off the face of the earth and somehow find a way to lose. When you have subpar quarterback play, even though everything else is right, you find a way to lose. There is too much talent on that Broncos offense for for Russell Wilson to not have success. Jerry Judy was a problem at Alabama. Jerry Judy has three touchdowns in the NFL. Part of that is 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 hurt hurting. Part of that part of that is injury. Part of that is like he also hasn't had a, a quality uh, quarterback that knows what to do with him. I've seen Cortland Sutton have a top twenty fantasy football season as a as a, a wide receiver in this league, but then have inconsistent quarterback play. Like bro, Russell Wilson is about to cook. Let Russ cook. MVP. Under uh, is he's an under uh, MVP. Uh, let's ride. 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 I understand, but Mike Williams. Andrew, you, you feel ahead. like that's the case too, or no? Who, Mike Williams? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't like that stigma with him. I, I don't. I, I I think he's fine. I, I I I think them locking him back in with that contract solidified after what after what they did to just spruce up that defense. I really think that that was the not the last thing they was missing. Obviously, Justin Herbert's got to take that step, but. Other than Mac Jones, he's my most excited, exciting player to watch, young quarterback to watch at the AFC. I got him down for jumping, taking that leap, dude. I really do. I like I, I like the Chargers taking this division. 13 All wins. Right. 
Okay, that's good. We gonna swing it to Kendrick. Kendrick, end it off before we uh, we end off the episode. You got anything you want to add? You too, Greg. Uh, before we end it off. Listen, I just think, I just think, like, I really want to believe in like Justin Herbert. I really had the Chargers doing something really, um, really good this year. Like, I had them. I possibly had possibly even think about having them finish second in my eyes. No, but, you know better. Come on, but. But the whole my whole thing switched up is when that when they made that trade for Russell Wilson. That's what that's what changed everything. That trade and the Devontae Adams trade, those two things happening really really created a great shift in that in that division that really I'm like it kinda swamped out the Chargers just by the level of players that were added to those teams. But I'm still I'm still gonna have faith that the Chargers are still gonna put up a strong fight. Like it's gonna it's going to go down to the wire between all four. Mike, Mike Williams, nine touchdowns, eleven hundred yards, like fourteen hundred yards, I think, with seventy nine catches. That's that's your number one and number two receivers alone, along with Austin Eckler running the football, along with Justin Herbert. Chargers O line, I trust that. I, like I said, that defense, I'm I'm a huge fan of that defense. It's going to be fun though, guys. It's, I, other than that, it's a coin toss. <laughs> all right, Greg. Uh, you got anything before we end it off with you? I just want to say, I'll say that to all the to, to all the to audience, all the all the audience members out there. <laughs> I just got one thing to say to y'all for real. Oh my god, let's ride, let's ride, <laughs> let's ride. <laughs> Feel like that, y'all be easy. Greg, you've been being dusty all night, bro. <laughs> Yo, Red Bull got him crazy. Listen, well, we gonna, <laughs> we gonna end it off uh, with that. Uh, that concludes episode 69 of the Restricted Zone podcast. Nice. Uh, sorry, uh, they big shout out to the fellow co-hosts. Thanks a lot, Jody, Johnny, Kendrick, and Greg. I yes, can't thank you guys enough. Uh, I certainly enjoy recording this, and I hope the fans certainly enjoy listening to this as much as we all enjoyed recording this. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Restricted Zone Pod. Uh, you can also follow us, us individually, uh, by our Instagram. That'll be inside the, the uh, description below. You can also follow and listen to us on all streaming platforms, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Anchor, uh, you name it, Google Podcasts. The link in tree is inside the the um, our Instagram bio, so you can check that out and click on it. Uh, and thanks a lot for tuning in, supporting us, and we try to be consistent every week. And uh, just keep listening to us. Let us know what topics you think we should talk about. We'll definitely get to it. Have a great day. Have a great day.